right, what's going on, guys? John Papaloni here, Royal Page Signature. Today, I am going to talk to you about the current state of the real estate market. One of those things I want to bring up, like I'm sure everybody who's been in the market has been trying to uh, buy right now and stuff, has been having a heck of a time. I mean, I have been uh, working with clients on the market, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been bananas. I I don't know what else to say. Seriously, um, yesterday. Not yesterday, sorry. Day before yesterday, you might have saw me uh, post a video on uh, Facebook. I was showing a house in Oakville that I had posted. It was sold in the same day. But the thing is, is what makes it vital wasn't even that it sold in the same day. It was listed for $1.5 million in Oakville. And, you know, that's roughly around the average price there. So it's not surprising. But for the area, it was listed a little low, obviously. But the thing is, the average price there for that little area would have been around the 1.6, 1.65, 1 1.7, somewhere between 1.6 and 1.7. That house sold for 1.845 million. There was, I believe, 14 bids in it. Um, I showed buyers there and uh, yeah, nowhere close, nowhere even close. That was just, wow, it was incredible. But the thing is, what I'm bringing up is that it just shows you how bananas the market is. And this is not an uncommon story. So one of the tips I can give you is if you're looking for a home right now and just say your budget is 800,000, just gonna throw that number out. What I suggest if you're looking for a house and, and, and there, when you're looking, don't look at $800,000 homes because those are gonna go over 800,000 and you've already exceeded your budget. What I suggest you do is look for a house that's listed between 600 and 650, and then you can gauge your uh, offer based on the number of offers. If you're working with an agent you can trust, they're going to know how many offers are coming in as they come in. So the way I suggest and the way I do it with uh, my clients is that I come in in the offer number that they want to offer at, and then I come in at the, and then I do it like I do two separate offers. I haven't printed out and done. So one offer is the offer they really want to go in with. And then I go have one that's set with their maximum budget. And I don't mean that, it, you know, if it's 800,000, they're going to spend 800,000 on their 650. I mean, the max that they're willing to spend that, which is the number that you decide that if it goes over that number, you don't care if you lost it. It's fine. Right? Like that's the number. I, I never, I always tell people do not spend more than you are comfortable in spending. If you're not willing to spend more than 750 and you just decide you'd rather not buy if it went more than 750, then don't offer more than 750. If you don't get it, you don't get it. That's okay. Right? There will be other houses. There will be other options. Where, when, you know, it's not a if, it's when. So my point I'm getting at is know what your maximum budget is of what you can afford. Get pre-approved. Make sure you're pre-approved because, and I mean like thoroughly pre-approved, not just the, you know, yeah, you can afford this. Like get pre-approved because sometimes coming in with a condition will just disqualify you from that. So I would always get pre-approved before the search when you're about 90 days within search because the pre-approval, I believe, lasts for 90 days. So you want to make sure you put an offer within 90 days. You don't want to keep applying. So that being said, so you've been pre-approved. You know what your maximum is. So you're looking at 600 to 650 as the list price. So and then therefore you have two offers. You get again, work with an agent you trust. Doesn't matter who it is, as long as you trust the person, you believe the person in the person, and you believe that they're after your best interest. So then 
you go there, two offers. Offer one is the price you want to offer. So we already know that 600 to 650, that's not the price. We already know that. So as an example, on something that's 650 we'll use, I would go in on opening offer at 720, my personal opinion. That's me. And then if I'm giving you an example, obviously, and if you're at 720 and that's, I'm assuming that there's always going to be more than one offer in today's market. I just know that already. So I'm under the assumption that there's going to be at least three or four. Under three or four, that's why I chose 720. Now, what ends up happening is I have your max offer and pretend your max offer is 775. I'd have that second offer ready that says 75, 775. So based on the number of offers would determine which offer I submit. I'd submit my 801 to let them know I'm submitting an offer. And then I would hold off until the last minute to send the last one. And then what ends up happening is if I see 13 or 14 offers or 15 offers, which is quite common today, I would submit the 775. But if I only see the 405, I'd go with the 720. Chances are, you, with, with that strategy, you'd have a good chance in it. Again, conditions are going to be a big factor in this, whether you have an inspection, if you have the opportunity to do an inspection before the offer, it might be a good idea in today's uh, market. And if you don't, you don't. Um, I always tell people it's never a good idea to go without an inspection. But I also, at the same time, I'm contradicting myself here because in certain circumstances, you won't get the house if you have the inspection either, which is why I suggest doing it in advance. So that is my thought. That is my tip of the day. That's what I suggest you do in order to uh, be able to secure a property in today's market. I mean, this, this is going on everywhere, whether it's in Toronto, Etobicoke, Mississauga, Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, Niagara, Richmond Hill, Markham, all the GTA and the surrounding areas seem to be having the same thing going on. It's bananas, like I said, absolutely bananas. It's really an interesting market. And um, a lot of people are going to think, you know, wow, we're benefiting. You know, I mean, realtors are just flying away with this and they're making so much money. I'm going to tell you, it's not what you think it is. But never mind what our total money is and whatever. We do not like this market. It is too difficult even our, on our end. It becomes a hell of a task. And it's just a lot, a lot, a lot. And it becomes worse for us. Short term, it looks fine. Woo, you know what I mean? Um, but I'll tell you something. As an example, forget the Oakville one that went 300 something thousand. That's not normal. I mean, it does go over. That's normal. And it does go over by a good you know, percentage. But 300,000 is abnormal. Let's take the normal. If you take a normal 100,000, we'll say, and that's, let's say the max normal that I used to seeing. So take a 100,000, you take our commission. That's a whopping two grand for us. And then minus what the brokerage takes, whatever deal you have, and then the taxes and all that, we might end up with an extra four or 500 bucks. So that sounds, well, we made an extra 500 bucks. We didn't do anything extra. Here's the problem. As the market keeps doing this, the level of affordability drops. So it makes it even harder for people to afford it. It makes it even harder to get listings, harder harder to get buyers. And, and you see how it goes. It just stresses the whole system and actually makes it worse for everybody long-term. So trust me when I say that, this is not something we're proud of. <laughs> like most of us, at least. I can't, I can't speak for other people, but I don't like that market. I don't like this market. I love the fact that there is a demand. I love the fact that people want to invest because that is friggin' smart. Investing in real estate is one of the best investments you can make, as long as you want to do it long-term. 
If you're looking to flip in six months, well, that's like going to casino. Just roll the dice, throw it. Where does it land? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But if, if you're doing real estate in a long-term scenario, it's one of the safest investments you can make. doesn't matter if the market does this or that because you wait for it to be up to sell. And then if it's down, you hold on, keep it rented if you're not living there. doesn't really matter one way or not. You cannot lose unless you decide to sell. So that's one of the reasons why I like real estate. But, you know, you can do your own research. Don't take it from me. You have to decide what you're comfortable with and what you can do. But that's my tip on, how, on buying uh, real estate today. Thanks for tuning in. It's John Papaloni with Royal LePage Signature.